0: is the National Party leader his name is Christopher Lux and let's start with last week's budget. Um, I thought you made quite a good speech in the post-budget debate but in the end did you get outpassioned by Chippy?
1: No, look. I think the reality was the budget is 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 a massive blowout. I mean, we've had an incredible. The addiction to spending just carries on. I mean, the government has now spending gone from 76 billion to 137 billion. It's got massive deficits, and our debt's gone from 5 billion to 95 billion by 2026. And so. You know, just paying interest is going to be our fourth biggest expense that we've got in the country. So the long story of that is that the consequence, as the Treasury said, is that interest rates are going to be higher for longer uh, and that's just going to cause more pain and suffering. So you know, I just thought the budget was um, poorly, um, You know, it was a big blowout of our fiscal situation uh, and it's just basically the government has said we're happy to live with higher inflation, higher interest rates for longer uh, and that's something that I just think is going to cause huge pain and suffering to the 60% of Kiwis about to refix their mortgages in the next year.
0: Now, this might sound harsh and cynical, Mr Luxon, but you talk about an an addiction to spending. Have you got an addiction to (laughs) cliché? Please don't take that personally.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just trying to make the point really clearly, which is, you know, six years of a government that's never hit its numbers ever in any budget uh, is just abysmal uh, economic management, and that economic mismanagement's causing huge pain and suffering. You know, when you sit down with a family that's cancelling its swimming lessons because it can't afford the food and groceries. Yesterday, uh, you know, Northcote, you know, a gentleman who's actually now taking a job in Australia uh, with higher wages, uh, his family stays in New Zealand so that he can actually pay his mortgage, um, which has gone from 2 to 6% interest rates. Uh, that's the reality of it, right? Uh, when you've got families now in front of budgeting services because of mortgagee sales, you know, Jane, it's quite serious. You know, one in two people in New Zealand now worry about money on a daily basis. You know, we have 430,000 Kiwis that are behind with their debts, and we have already 20,000 families behind with their mortgages, you know, risk losing their homes. So, you know, the reality is good economic management matters, and that's what drives to better, you know, afford, yeah, you know, we can afford and deliver better services.
0: You're talking about interest rates uh, staying higher for longer. What are you picking for Wednesday with the OCR?
1: Well, when you look at all the bank economists, when you look at all the international analysts that are looking at New Zealand that have been concerned about New Zealand's economic management, um, they're all saying there's no choice now. Unfortunately, you know, um, Adrian Orr has to take interest rates up and probably keep taking them up for a bit longer, um, all because the government's happy to live with higher inflation. And page one of that Treasury report of the budget said one of the consequences is, interest rates will be higher for longer. So, um, you know, that's sadly the, the recipe when you've got a government foot on an accelerator spending like never before in the history of this country and at the same time you've had the Reserve Bank stop printing money and take its foot off the accelerator and slam on the brakes. You've got those two things working at cross purposes. You know, Grant Robertson and Chris Hitkins foot on the accelerator, Adrian Orr Reserve Bank foot on the brake.
0: People vote with their back pocket. Do you think that Ultimately, this will be your saviour, or this will get national or a centre-right government uh, past the post come October, the winter of discontent
1: financially Central, for many New Zealanders? There's no doubt about it. The biggest single issue by a factor of about you know, five times greater than anything else that people are worried about is purely the economy and cost of living. And, you know, the whole reason is you want strong and good economic management because that's actually how you get to afford and deliver better health and education. That's how you get to restore law and order. That's how you get to do all the other things that you want to do, you know, give people tax relief. Uh, so you need to actually have a plan to grow the economy. We didn't see that in the budget. We need a plan to actually give people tax relief so they keep more of their own money rather than give it to Hipkins and Robertson to waste. Uh, and we need a plan to have disciplined government spending. I mean, how do you go from seventy six to one hundred and thirty seven billion dollars? The government is spending tens of billions of dollars more now post COVID than it did during COVID. Hey, can so, I just pick? Sorry, can I just there... pick
0: you up on that comment you made about tax cuts? Surely, even though it's probably the right thing to do, it's politically unpalatable to go into the election offering tax cuts. Do you think it'll come back and bite you in the bum? It's,
1: well, what we've said for, for a year and a bit now is, and it's not controversial, it happens in every other, you know, largely many other Western European countries, it happens all in North America is that every, you know, that Countries just adjust their tax thresholds for inflation. You know, this government's happy to adjust you know beneficiaries, um, you know payments for inflation, superannuation payments for inflation. make sure that uh, it lifts government costs and and departmental costs by the amount of inflation, but it just won't lift the tax thresholds by inflation. And it's and it and it wants doesn't want to do that because it's collecting a huge amount of extra tax. It's collecting $100 million in extra tax uh, each and every day in New Zealand than what it used to, and that's $17,500 per household because when the prices of stuff goes up, like food, up 28%, uh, and you put GST on top of it, that's how the government's collecting a lot of excess tax. So, you know, whereas we're just saying, look, hard-working Kiwis also deserve, when they're waking up each morning milking cows, going to work, doing the lunches, doing the right stuff, They deserve a break as well, and and we think we can fund that tax um, relief through adjusting those tax thresholds, through removing wasteful spending.
0: The electric arc furnace at Glenbrook from New Zealand Steel, is this going to save the planet, or is this virtue signalling?
1: Well, again, the government's got its priorities all wrong. There was no room in the budget for tax relief for hardworking Kiwis last week, struggling with the cost of living. But now you're going to take their money, their taxes, and you're gifting it to a very large profitable, foreign, multinational company uh, and giving them $140 million as a lovely gift. And so it's corporate welfare at the worst possible time when so many Kiwis are worried about how they pay for their food, their rent, their mortgages. So for me, the priorities are all so, so wrong. I mean, that is money that could have been used to help Kiwis rather than helping a company making $2.7 billion uh, annually, uh, you know, that couldn't pay for that themselves.
0: Christopher Luxon, thanks for your time on The Country. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks' time after you've been down to the metropolis of Gore for Tussock <laughs> Country, the Country Music Festival. So You'll be like a pig in muck down there.
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going down, I think, Saturday 3rd of June, 11 o'clock, and I'm um, just looking forward to being there. And, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of country music, so I'm just really keen to see what the, the New Zealand music scene looks like in that world. So it'll be great. It'll be fun. Looking forward to
0: it. We will catch you then. Thanks for your time.
1: See you, mate. Take care.